0: Hey, what's up podcast? This is Matt Shalava and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's Friday, it's the weekend. I'm super excited to be able to have a couple days to kind of get some stuff done that I've been looking forward to doing all week for my business and just being able to relax a little bit. It's gonna be a little bit different because my girlfriend ended up going back down to her home in Florida at the beginning of the week, so I do have a lot more free time, but miss hanging out with her and her family. So I'll have to kind of fill that time with a lot more business stuff and hanging out with my own family. So it's good. It's been it's been a really interesting time during quarantine. I think a lot of people can look back on it with mixed emotions. Mine for it, just for my own self haven't really been like it's been it's been honestly really good for me. Just because a lot of the things that have been going on with work really haven't changed too much for me. I was able to get to spend a lot of time with family my girlfriend was home for about two months which was uh definitely not the norm and it was awesome to be able to have her home for so long and then just business wise my my business exploded during these last two months so it's been one of those things where i think a lot of people it's a shame that it's kind of hit the country it's such a uh, in such a weird way that a lot of people have been out of work and a lot of people have had uh, health issues to deal with and things like that but it's been honestly for myself I've been very fortunate to have things work out the way that they have so just looking at that uh, today today I had a, a little bit of a setback with some of the items that I ordered so earlier this week some of the items I ordered from Walmart came in and they were like completely destroyed and so Walmart's pretty good, They, um, I was looking at a quote by their, their, I think the founder of Walmart, and it said, the customer is the boss and I love to work for the boss. And so they're pretty good about working with you, especially online. I don't know as much how you can fare with somebody on like a phone call or in store, but the online chat people are really good and I kind of expect them to be any online chat that I've had to deal with with uh, different stores like a Walmart or a Target. They're usually super helpful and I think one of the reasons is that they get their money and their bonuses based off of how well they perform, how well they get rated, and basically pleasing you. So they're gonna do whatever they want to or whatever they can to please you. And that's really what their main job is. People on the phone can have a rough day and and things like that. It's not to say that the people in the chat can't, but these online chats that the places like Walmart and Target set up are really, really good. I think for customer service and I think they work a lot, a lot easier for me. So I set that up, I went on there and the item that I'd bought, it got completely, I bought five of them and one of them was completely like completely torn apart. Like, I don't know what FedEx was doing whenever they shipped the package, but it literally looked like they just took a bunch of box cutters and just ripped the box apart. And so like, I, I got the boxes and I got the first four, I got the last one, and the item literally fell out of the back of the box and was just like laying on the floor. And I looked at it and I was thinking, well, that's definitely not how it was supposed to end up at my house. So I got on the online chat with Walmart and I messaged them a little bit and they're super helpful. I just kind of explained what was going on and basically, hey, this item showed up completely trashed from FedEx and... From there they asked me, well, what was the item order number? And so a quick tip, if you want to get good customer service, definitely go into it prepared to answer any questions like, what was the order number? What was the item number? What was the name of the item? When did it show up at your house? What do you have any pictures of it? Things like that. I try and make sure I have all those ready in different Chrome tabs and pictures on my phone in case I would ever need to send them to somebody But it just helps me out a lot with getting things done more efficiently when I'm trying to communicate with somebody via customer service at a company. And it usually makes them think that I'm, it just makes me seem more composed so that they don't think that you're trying to scam them or something like that. So they asked me what my order number was, I gave them that, I gave them what the item number was, and it was an item that's been selling out pretty consistently. I, in the group that I'm in, have monitors that monitor Walmart, Target, and all these different websites to let me know when an item restocks, and they restock items periodically throughout the day and, and different times throughout the week. So it was obviously sold out at the time that she went to check at when the item had had been... She went to check to see if she could send me a replacement, and she couldn't. And for me, the item's kind of worthless, and I don't even know if I can return it to Walmart at that point. They probably would take it. but just be kind of weird and, and kind of a pain to try and take it in there and it all be falling apart and stuff. But uh, the lady was super kind and she said, Hey, I can't get you another one of these. How about I just refund you for the item? And so they let me keep the item. They gave me a refund for it and we were all good to go, which was really awesome. I like when companies do that. It's It's nice to get products for free. I wasn't trying to get a product for free out of it. I would have been fine if they just sent me a new one, but it it works out for me I can either keep it or I can resell it at a little bit lower cost than I would have uh, for a brand new one that was in good condition but hey I'll take it any day so I was happy about that and it kind of led me to thinking about how you can work with these different places and kind of have more risk-free buying experience and I've talked about that before I made a whole podcast on how you can use risk-free buying to help start and grow your business but it's just one of those things that's crazy how how good some companies can be at it and how bad others can be. There's some companies that won't even deal with you. They won't even take a a phone call or there isn't really much of a customer service line. And that was the case with another company that I was dealing with and I'm not going to I'm not going to give away the name because they only have one product and it's something that's really really resellable. But I basically messaged them and I said, "Hey, I got this box and it was pretty banged up and and it did come in really banged up. It was all like crumpled up on half the side. It just, it looked like somebody threw it under the car and ran it over before they brought it to my house. And so I messaged them and they emailed me back and were like, and basically said, Hey, we're not even here. We're not doing, we're not accepting any emails or any phone calls right now at this time, which was a drastic change from Walmart. And granted, they're a lot smaller of a company they don't really make a lot of products like i said they only really have one product that they make but it was just it was kind of bizarre to me that they wouldn't even respond to the email outside of just an automated hey we're not actually taking any emails right now it was kind of bizarre but regardless it was just a different way that a company would treat you i try to treat customers whenever i have problems with them or they have a problem with me i try and get back to them Pretty diligently and pretty quickly just because it eliminates a lot of the stress that they feel eliminates a lot of the problems that you have with those customers and it's, interest, it's interesting to see how some of these bigger companies have kind of figured that out and granted they have a lot more money to spend on it they have a lot more people they can put in these positions to to provide them with good customer service but it's just it's you look at companies like amazon like walmart that deliver really good customer service, at least most of the time. And you can see how they got to be as big as they are. They, they thrive on providing a service to the customer and then providing customer service on top of that. The, the beauty of Walmart and Amazon is that you can walk into that store and buy literally anything that you would ever need or almost anything you'd ever need. At Walmart, you can get most of the things you'd ever need. Amazon, you can get anything you would ever need. And that's service in itself. You would pay up, a lot of people do pay up for Amazon because you can get your items delivered to you within two days. And so you pay that 130 bucks a, a year and now you get items, any item you'd want or almost any item you'd want via Amazon Prime in two days or even one day sometimes. Sometimes it's even same day in some of these areas where they have a lot of Amazon hubs. So for that, it's a service in itself, but then you look at the fact that they offer great customer service. It's just a win-win. if you. Amazon has a pretty decent return policy for most items. It's about 30 days So that's pretty standard and then Walmart's return policy is like 90 days. So you really have a Lot of time to take your item back You have one quarter of the year to determine whether or not you want to return your item So it's just it's nice. I like working with different different stores like that I like to buy from those stores because they make me feel more at ease. A lot of the times I have more time to sell the item, so they end up making their money from it, I end up making my money from it and everybody's happy. It's just better for everyone, I think, when different stores, different companies offer good customer service because the consumers are more apt to go back to that store in in the future. So that's just something I was thinking about a lot and, and really admiring kind of how they've put this together, how Amazon, how Walmart have put together good, good customer service that helps and and keeps people coming back. So I was thinking about that and then a lot going on this weekend just with with business stuff. I'm going to be doing a lot of organization. I have a lot going on with just just stuff I haven't tended to. I haven't updated any of my sales numbers all week, so that's been that's going to be a pain trying to get through all that. And then pre-packaging items. I think I've talked about this before, but if you can get items in that you know are going to sell or you have a very good feeling that they're going to sell or maybe you bought them at a thrift store and you have no other option but to sell the item. Pre-packaging the items will save you a ton of time. And I'm not sure if I've talked about this before, but I may have mentioned it, but it's something I'm really starting to do a lot more now. And so I'll, I can go into that a little bit and just kind of help you hopefully save you some time with that because that's something that I've been really focusing on recently is trying to get items pre-packaged ready to go, I find the item, I ship it out, and it's just, it's super easy. So what I've been doing a lot is I've been doing a lot of retail arbitrage, and a lot of the items I've been buying have been bigger, bulkier items that I've been using FedEx to ship with, and FedEx is really not the best shipping service. They they can trash your items at times. I mean, that Walmart order I got in was a FedEx delivery, and it literally looked like the driver threw it off of a three-story building. Like, it was just, it was mangled. And so that being said, you, you probably should buy the insurance on a FedEx package if it's over 100 bucks. but uh, at the same time, I've never run into any issues with them yet where there's been a problem where something gets destroyed or something like that. I, I haven't had that happen to me yet. So I try and stay diligent with that, but I, I haven't run into any problems with it, so it's not a big deal at the moment to me. However, what I've been doing is I've been getting a lot of items in, and it takes a long time. To repackage those items so I I get them in they're in the retail boxes and then I find cardboard whether it be from old boxes like refrigerator boxes or something that we've had at our house or maybe I'll actually go buy sheets of cardboard and then I'll cut those up to make boxes for the items because they're so big that there really isn't just a regular box lying around that it would fit in and so for me looking at that I kind of transitioned a little bit away from that because that's super time consuming. I would spend an hour, two hours shipping items when I had 10, 12, 13 sales in a a night. I would go and I'd be sitting there packaging for an hour or two hours. It's just, it's kind of a pain. Nobody really likes shipping. I've never met anybody that likes shipping anyways. The only thing I like about shipping is the fact that it means I sold an item, but I don't enjoy the process of repackaging an item into another box and it's just if i could do without it i would and so what i've been doing is i got a large roll of brown looks like packing paper but you can look it up on amazon it's called like shipping paper or craft paper k-r-a-f-t and basically it's just for recovering boxes with so what i've been doing is i've been taking this craft paper i've been wrapping it around my boxes like they're Christmas presents, taping them up, and then just slapping the label on top. And it saves me a tremendous amount of time. One, because craft paper is easy to wrap around a box. You don't have to worry about making any sort of cuts or anything like that. You just cut it, cut it once, you wrap the box up, and then you tape it. it. It's super, super easy to work with, super quick. I, I like that aspect of it. The other thing is I'm repackaging all my items, or I'm, I'm pre packaging them to ship I should say before I actually sell the item so as soon as it sells I make sure I know which items are which so I'll take a black marker and I'll just write on top of the box or the craft paper I'll write what the item is so if I'm selling a dog leash I'll write dog leash on top and that's not really a big item but you you understand what I'm getting at and then I'll take that item, I'll just pick it up, I'll put the label right over top of the black Sharpie, and then it's good to go. I have the item already pre-packaged, all I need to do is throw it in my car, and then whenever I print out my labels, I can stick them on the item. So, it just saves me so much time doing that. You can do this with anything. Most of the stuff that you have, you can pre-package and would be beneficial for you to pre-package. Now, if you're not making a ton of money on eBay or Amazon, pre-packaging things with a bunch of poly mailers and stuff like that isn't probably for you you don't have a lot of money to work with you're just trying to get yourself off the ground so maybe that wouldn't be a good idea but maybe if you know what you're going to ship things with you can start to use a bubble mailer for different clothing or you can put different shoes in shoe boxes that are already cut and fit for the shoes and that's a huge time saver because you're essentially already packaging everything so when something sales sells you just pick it up and put it in your car and take it to the post office. And it's it's super quick. Now, if you do have a little bit more capital saved up, you can go and buy poly mailers off of Amazon. Or if you have an eBay store, you can use your eBay store discount. And you can basically take the item, get a poly mailer, which is basically a a bubble mailer, but without the bubble wrap inside. And it's like those, those nice packages you get from Amazon or from somewhere like Kohl's where you buy clothing from them and it comes in like that that it's literally like that material that's super plasticky it's i think it's some sort of polyurethane or polyester i don't know but it's it's some material that is not it's not bubble wrapped but it's just that that bag that it comes in you can buy those for yourself and they're either, either ebay branded or you can get different colored ones or what or whatever really suits your business i just buy the white ones because they're the cheapest usually and then i put all my clothes in those And I'm starting to prepackage all my items where I'm putting a, a SKU label on the item as to where it is and what the item is. And then I'll enter that in my Excel sheet. And it saves me a lot of time because when a thing sells, I can just go pick it out of the bin that it's packaged up in. I take it out of there and I slap the label on it and we're good to go. And so that's something that I would encourage you to do. I would encourage you to try and look into different time-saving things. I've talked about it before, but what I find is a lot of resellers when they start getting more into reselling, don't realize how much money they could make if they saved themselves more time. And I struggle with that a lot because I'm trying to be as stingy as I can with the business. I don't take any money out of it for myself. And so if I spend money on something like a label printer or like poly bags, it can save me time. I feel like I'm wasting that money that I could have spent on something else. In all reality though, I probably could make a lot more money if I just took the money that I was going to spend on items and reinvested some of it into time-saving things so that I could get out there and find more items or spend time looking for more profitable items. And so, just trying to get your time focused on the right details and put in the right areas is something that would help you out a lot. And And doing this pre-packaging, pre-shipping items, getting it all ready to go beforehand, keeps your items organized, keeps them ready for you to go. And it's just super easy to pick it off the shelf, slap a label on it, and take it to the post office. So that's something I can encourage you to do today. Uh, Hopefully that can save you a little bit of time and get your items out a little bit easier on your end so you're not getting a sale at 10 o'clock at night and having to go package it up, which often happens to me. So... um, Outside of that, this weekend will be just a lot of of busy work. I may get out to Burlington. I think they open up. I think Burlington, Marshalls, and those types of stores open up in Pittsburgh this weekend. And so Ross opened last weekend. It was a madhouse. I think they opened last Sunday at like 8 in the morning. And it was a complete madhouse just because so many people went. Nobody – I think they put like taped arrows on the floors. Nobody paid attention to those. It was just – kind of chaos in there and people were buying cartfuls of shoes, cartfuls of clothing because everything was reduced prices and I'm imagining Burlington to be much of the same if not even more crazy because Burlington's doing that 50% off sale right now and it's because they've never had to be shut down for two months in the middle of them operating and so they're doing a ton of sales. I'm Really, really trying to get out there this weekend because I'm not doing a whole lot of Burlington Ross finds anymore. I have been there, I have done that in the past. I really enjoy them. It's just one of those things where I haven't seen the returns that I'd like to see. But when you're buying shoes at 50% off, you're getting a huge steal. I can get a pair of shoes for myself, I can get a pair of shoes to resell. I can get a lot of pair of shoes to resell and the cost is going to be super low right now. So that's something that if the deal is good enough and it's not going to cause me much of a headache to sit on the shoes and they're that good of a deal, then it's worth it for me to go out there get them and then treat them like little miniature stocks and watch their value grow and then sell out for me and I can reinvest that money as I sell each pair of shoes. So that's something I'm looking forward to. I'm hoping that I can get out there this weekend. I'm hoping that it's not too crazy, but judging what a, what I've seen based off of the Pittsburgh resellers that I know that have hit up Ross, it will be pretty crazy out there. So hopefully things go well, but I'm going to be looking to get out there whenever they open up this weekend. So outside of that, just, a, just doing the normal things that I've been doing before coronavirus happened, uh, going and doing the Things that come out on Saturday, finding the releases, using the group that I have to their benefit, using the bots that I have, running those. That's something new I've been doing. A lot of a lot of trying to automate my purchasing. So I'm I'm looking into doing that. I have a couple bots that I run, so that's been good. Just trying to get things a little bit more business-like and a little less hobby-like for myself. I, I have a business and I want to treat it like that, not just kind of a, a here and there kind of thing. So That's what I've been trying to do. That's what I'll be focusing on. And hopefully, hopefully I can make a little bit more, a little bit more money by organizing my business a little bit more than it is right now. So that being said, I'll let you guys go. I'll let you get back to your Friday. Hopefully you guys can relax with some family, relax with some friends, do do something to enjoy the Friday night that you have before you. But if not, then hopefully you can get some stuff done with your own business or whatever you got to do tonight. But I will get with you tomorrow. I'll come up with another podcast. And hopefully you guys can take something from that one and learn from it. So that being said, I'll get with you guys tomorrow. Peace.